Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. And I like hearing from small business owners and employees. Let's talk about your business. Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. That's gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today's story is tech employees facing backlash for reporting incidents like harassment and the seeding strategy leading to higher profits for restaurants. Those stories after this. A business is only as strong as its people, and every hire matters. So don't settle for posting and then hoping the right person will find your role and apply. LinkedIn is more than the world's largest professional network. It's also a better way to find great talent. You already know LinkedIn is the world's largest professional network. Well, it's also a better way to find the best hires. And because LinkedIn considers skills, experiences, location, and more to match and promote your job to potential candidates, businesses rate LinkedIn jobs 40% higher than job boards at delivering quality candidates. Did you know 22 million professionals view and apply to jobs on LinkedIn every week in every industry? Go to linkedin.com slash now and get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash now for $50 off. Terms and conditions apply. Again, linkedin.com slash now. Almost half of tech employees who report incidents at their workplace, like sexual harassment, have faced backlash from management or HR, according to the anonymous app called Blind. Analysis now from Andrew Lauder, business strategist and culture expert. He's based in Dallas. Andrew, what was your reaction to the findings? You know, I'm not all that shocked by this survey, frankly. I think as more and more cases of uh, different types of discrimination and harassment are coming to the forefront, Across all types of different industries, I think we're going to start seeing this data become more and more prevalent in the workplace and everybody involved with it. I think it's highly insightful and utterly important for companies to really take heed of this data. Um, you know, this data is really calling out companies and industries that are um, that one have high risks and high levels of uh, various types of discrimination and harassment, and two that are also tracking retaliatory behaviors which uh, really stems from a number of things, but uh, one of the most frequent causes of that is really being part of a a cancerous or or, uh, hurtful culture. And so now we're just living in a time period where these things are really uh, rising up, transparencies, uh, bringing this data to the forefront. It's it's a good thing, I think. And, And to be clear, you think there's going to be more reports of discrimination, not necessarily a growth in actual discrimination events? You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand exactly what you mean, and I agree, yes, there's going to be a lot more reporting, and with more reporting, I think we'll drive better behaviors, okay, yeah. and so, you know, we're going, to see, we're going to see this data rise for a little while, I think, as people start feeling the impacts of the data and behaviors are changing at, at, in companies at the leadership level on down, we'll start seeing then a downtick in those numbers. Uh, which I think will be for for the benefit of everybody. Yeah. We're speaking with Andrew Lauder, business strategist and culture expert. We're talking about why so many workers say they're punished for reporting discrimination. What's the most common type of discrimination at the workplace, you think? Well, it's sexual harassment, frankly. Sexual harassment, racial discrimination as well. Uh, we're seeing a lot of political discrimination, too. You know, the, the article in, in question here talks a lot about technology organizations uh, being incredibly susceptible to this. 
But the reason being, I think, is really these are high-stress environments. These are people that, unfortunately, become more and more easily replaced. Therefore, practices of respect kind of go by the wayside. And also, typically, these, that industry has a, a lot of men in it. So with, an, uh, with more men and less women in it, then you, you see a tendency to um, see sexual harassment cases go up. But uh, I think really the crux of this, too, is managers are making the mistake of trying to avoid these awkward situations of dealing with harassment and also dealing with the potential for retaliation. Uh, there's a client that I served not too long ago that I thought they really had an interesting way to, to deal with this. In, their, in, in a lot of their leadership discussions, the HR leader would come to the table with, um, with claims that may have uh, come up over last month. Uh, they spoke openly about who was involved in that, not necessarily to pass blame, but really to drive awareness among the team that, look, the situation could cause some issues. Let's keep an eye on it. Let's keep an eye on retaliatory behaviors, uh, those being you know, managers that are maybe holding people back from, from raises or, uh, or, or rising up the ladder and taking on new roles or taking on a certain type of work. And so that having that kind of level of transparency and openness, I think, really helps drive these healthier cultures. Thanks, Andrew. Andrew Lauder, business strategist and culture expert based in Dallas. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. GEICO could help you get great coverage at a great price, and it only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to GEICO.com today and see how much you could save. Some restaurants have found that they can increase profits by more than 50% when using bar stools versus regular chairs and tables. But while Wall Street Journal contributor Alina Dizik says bar stools are moving to center stage in many restaurants, some patrons are finding them tricky. Alina, what's up here? A lot of the times having the stools closer to together increases the amount of people they can squeeze in the restaurant, obviously, but it also increases the turnaround of the meal, so people will have quicker meals if they're dining on a bar stool. Wow, that's assuming they want a quicker meal, I guess. Yes, of course. Assuming they want a yeah. quicker meal, they'll <laughs> they'll get out of the restaurant faster if they're eating it on a bar stool. Are there certain types of restaurants that are doing this instead of others, or does it seem to be a really broad trend? So this is a broad trend, but for for my story, I focused on kind of trendy. Uh, trendy restaurants that are more casual but do have kind of a fine dining component to them. I thought it was interesting, too. You spoke to one guy, and I forget where he was from, but but he had like a uh, like a furniture expert come in and like custom design the stools, right? Yeah, I spoke to one guy in Brooklyn who's a chef owner of a restaurant that he, you know, he used his own body to, to create a mold of the, of the bird of the bar stool and actually use that for his restaurant. Anybody complain that, uh, like, I don't know, it's not good for my back. I'm hunched over. I'm not comfortable. I'd rather a traditional chair. Many of the people I spoke to talked about wanting to be comfortable and really wanting backs for a lot of these stools. So, you know, mostly the high top tables that use bar stools were no a lot of the time. Hmm. We're speaking with Wall Street Journal contributor Alina Dizik. She's written a piece entitled, Pull Up a Stool, Restaurants Squeeze in More Seats. I th there was one owner or chef, I think, who said she found that in some cases it makes the environment too casual 
in which patrons linger longer because they're only ordering, what, like a dish at a time or something like that. I think she, she said it encouraged people to stay longer. Maybe the turnover wasn't as great. Yeah, in some cases, the turnover wasn't as expected and people were, you know, ordering kind of piecemeal instead of ordering, you know, a bunch of dishes at once to kind of have a more complete meal. So it did it did backfire in some instances, but other other restaurant operators are really enjoying able being able to squeeze in the bar stools and give people a different type of more casual dining experience. Thanks, Alina. Wall Street Journal contributor Alina Dizik. Reminder, by the way, the Small Business Report is found on our website, which is this morning with GordonDeal.com. That's also where you can hear our daily news program called This Morning, America's First News. Again, if you'd like to share your small business story, I'd like to hear it. Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal.